0: You are listening to 1380 AM 95.1 FM KCIM. This is Sports Rewind with Sports Director Jeff Blankman, Assistant Sports Director Casey Miners, and I'm John Ryan. Wow, I'm, I'm I'm kind of at a loss. Having Monday off, I'm, I'm like... Does it it's, feel it's, like a Monday for you? Yes, it does. I'm like, it's, it's Tuesday already, and I'm expected to know something. I, I don't know anything right now.
1: Yeah, because so. usually you do such a good job of going back and reading the recap stories yeah. on the Brinks Exterior Sports Report. There are mornings I come in, and you start talking to me about things that
0: we posted the night before. Yeah, yeah I was gone this weekend, so I didn't yeah. get a chance to do a whole heck of a lot. So we're just going to kind of kind of wing it here on my end of things. But you know, <laughs> good thing you guys have all that knowledge there. I don't. I'm have leaning to know. on the young guy over there. My old brain's <laughs> starting to have troubles. <laughs> All right, you ready for your trivia question this week? Sure. All right, Heisman Trophy handed out. Jaden Daniels, uh, from LSU. Yep. Won the Heisman Trophy. He is the fifth quarterback in the last seven seasons to win the Heisman after transferring. Right. So you know you're, where this is going. You're gonna ask us who the other four the are. Other four. Oh, geez. And there's there's one school in common with three of them. Is it Oklahoma? Or it no, it yeah, is Oklahoma. Oklahoma I'll tell you they, that yeah, much right now, yeah, yeah, because yeah, they had. Uh, That's like a revolving door can I for name quarterbacks. Them? Can I name them, can yeah. Them? I, if you if you know him go ahead. name Burrow, them. Murray. Say it again. What was it? Joe Burrow. Well, he he's one. Yep, from, from LSU. LSU. Ohio State yep. to LSU. Yep. yep, Kyler Murray. Yep, Kyler Murray went from Texas A&M to Oklahoma. Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams went from Oklahoma to USC. Yeah. Um. Gosh, who am I missing
2: now? I got to think back. Would Jay Daniels count? Probably nope. not. Nope. No, Staying no.
0: Playing in the NFL right now, and yeah, uh, is he down shocking? at Tampa Bay? Yes, he is. Why sure. can I not think Baker of his Mayfield. name? Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield there, there we go. There yeah. you go. Wow. Texas
2: Tech, to Oklahoma.
0: Yep. did not take much. Just take long, no. long at all for yeah. that one. So good yeah. going, Honold. We made sure you didn't have time to Google. <laughs> Claims he does not, by yes. the way. Uh, I know. He does not. Had so. to throw that one out there. So we got a couple of record setters to yes. talk about this morning. Let's do that first and foremost.
1: Yeah, I got I kind of chuckle because I was talking with Caitlin McAllister, of course, the Coon Rapids Bear girls coach, the other day, and and uh, she had informed me that Anna Hart broke uh, two records last week. Uh, one was the, the single assists uh, you know, for a game with 12, and the other one was the, the steals record with uh, 14 steals. Uh, she broke the record that Malia Clayberg had broken. Malia had broken Anna's record, so I kind of jokingly <laughs> said, "Those two are friends and they're sophomores." So I says, "Is there a little competition between those two and, and and Caitlin's like, "No, they're they're really they're really close friends. They're like, they're almost like sisters." And I says, "Yeah, I know I know that." I, I says, "But is Malia now going to go out and try and break Anna's record yeah. because Anna just?" And she goes, "Yeah, there might be some of that that goes on, but it's it's all in good fun for them too." But hey. I, I'm a coach, yeah. I'm
0: like you. Go for it! Absolutely, you break that record, absolutely. But
1: you know, you've gotten to know them a little bit too, Casey. Just terrific kids, yeah. not just outstanding yep. off uh, athletes. And both of them are just sophomores. Those, those are two really good really good nice young ladies. So it's pretty cool to see them two having the seasons that they are. And they're even up to a great start. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean the Coon Rapids five and zero on the season so far. They yep. they got Xira and be tested this week with Exira coming up tonight, I believe. Yes. So it'll be yes. it'll be an interesting game for them tonight. And then they go from Ex then they got a week off and they'll play Woodbine. So yep. it'll be interesting to see how they fare tonight. Probably their best game they've placed all year.
1: Yeah, looking forward to I get the Woodbine game next week. So mm-hmm. I'm I, I'm looking forward to that. That could be you know, at least for the the early conference lead, Kuhn right now sitting in the lead. But Woodbine was the highest ranked team, and still the highest ranked team in the conference uh, and stuff. Is Coon's kind of sliding up the rankings? They yeah, uh, went know, from thirteen staying, to nine. Yep, staying uh, you know, staying undefeated. They've moved up and and stuff. But uh, you know, that one you know could kind of determine at least early who who the front mm-hmm. runner of the conference is. So that one should be fun. But the, don't count out Exirokran, Kimbleton. Mm-hmm. Uh, tonight, uh, you know, Tom Peterson does a, a heck of a job. And, and uh, you know, we have a connection with Xyrocorn Kimbleton's girls basketball program this year. Uh, they've got some of the Audubon girls down there playing and uh, two of them and Cadence uh, Sporer right now starting for them. And, and Harlow's down there yep, as well. And playing and Harlow Miller filled in for a game. Um, that's kind of an interesting <laughs> story. They were going to be short, uh, some players, so they reached out to Harlow Miller who had not went out. And she said, yeah, I'll play a game. Um, so she filled in for a night. <laughs> One game? Uh, yep. She filled in for a night and played really, really well from wow. everything I understand. <laughs> but uh, I think she's going to be more of a, if they need somebody uh-huh. fill in, it's yeah. not going to be an every, every night thing because she plays uh, on a traveling volleyball team. So she's not always going to be available. But wow. uh, yeah, kind of kind of cool, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to, to see Harlow step in and, and give him some good minutes that night. So. And there's no rule against that, no. clearly. Yeah no there's not as long as the players are okay with it and the coach is okay with it and the school's okay with it yeah you don't you know you don't have to be there
0: every night so yeah. It, it's well, numerous learns of uh, Allen Iverson. It's just practice, man. You don't need practice, right? You just go out and play the games. Yes,
1: and then you listen to Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, and they took practice serious, more serious than they did the games, and that's why they're considered two of the greatest yeah. of
0: all time. Yeah. So, so back backtracking a little bit here. Yes. Anna Hart set the record for assists and steals in a game. What were the, what were the numbers? Um the steals was 14 uh and the assists was 12. 12. Um, so, the, the the really
1: interesting thing about the Steels thing, and, and I kind of told Coach McAllister we wouldn't talk much, if, if at all, about it, but we've got to bring it up. Uh, Casey called me, what night was it last week? Wednesday or Thursday? Uh, yeah, we, Wednesday, I think. I think so, Wednesday night. And yeah. it was late.
2: One,
1: one of the nights last, last yeah. week, yeah. And he calls me, and, and we're both working, and he goes, hey, he goes, off of what we're doing right now, he says, but. If you noticed the Coon Rapids Beard girls' steals numbers for the games so far this year? And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're, they're, they've they been, they're you know, usually around 30 a game. Wow. Yes. <laughs> uh, and he goes, do you know what the state record is for most steals in a season? And I said, no. Uh, he says, where would we find that? I says, we'd probably have to go to the girls' union website mm-hmm. or, you know, email down to the girls' union and, and try to find it out. Well, we decided that night that the easiest thing to do would be to go to varsity bound, and we've got a team right here in this area, of the state of New Fonda, that presses a lot and creates a lot of turnovers. Mm-hmm. So we looked back, and they had a run there in, like, 2017, 20, 2018, 20, 2019, 20, where they went undefeated for those two seasons. Yeah. So I just pulled up those years and looked at their steals numbers, and they were both into the 600s um, for the season. So we kind of thought to ourselves, you know, if they start getting up around 600 steals this year, we may need to reach out to the state to find may, out may need what to find the, an official yeah. number, to find out what the official number is. So Cause we're cause they're,
2: they're almost at 200 they, already. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: and and we're only what five games. Yeah, <laughs> five yeah. games into the season for us. Yeah, so. I, I remember all the Gene Rasmussen teams. You know, yes. the, the Mulbowers, Margot Mulbauer, and all yes. That, that. Yes, they, they created a lot of turnovers as well. And They yes. pressed all the time. I yes. mean, it was full court, nonstop pressure. Is that what CRB's doing? Yes, yeah, yes,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm uh, and well, Caitlin played for Gene. Uh, mm-hmm. So not saying that they're running ICAM-ing and, and icam and ICAM-manning stuff completely, but yeah. it's not too far away from, from what you know Caitlin played uh, over there. But yeah, what a
0: tremendous start in the defense is just so, so good right now. It is, yeah. I can, I can just see those games again in my head, because it's like, you know, once those turnovers started, it was like an avalanche. It was. It just every single time, once they got in your head, yep. uh, that they, w- they was done. They, they yep. were going to beat you.
2: Well, and they had the speed, too, even after they forced the turnovers. You know, they're, da- they're down the court like that. It- it's quick. Yep. You know, it- it's like a flash, and then all of a sudden, they get the turnover, and then they're going for two points, and you're like, well, what just happened? You know?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and, and another cool little story. I don't want to say the team uh, and stuff. It was not one of our area teams, but I still don't don't want to say the team, but it got back to me that um, one of the coaches uh, of an opposing team was overheard from a parent saying... We're gonna let Breely Clayberg beat us tonight. We're not gonna let anybody else on the Coon Girls team beat us. So you know we're not gonna double Breely because for years everybody's had to try and stop mm-hmm. Breely to be able to stop this Coon Rapids Bear team. Uh, now it tells you that how the depth that they have, mm-hmm. that the teams are willing to allow Breely Clayberg, who is a, you know an All-State quality player, yeah. to let her be the one that they can't double because she has so much other talent around her so that it takes a little bit of the pressure off of her so that that tells you the depth and the talent right now of this team that that teams are not
0: focused on just Breeley Clayburg anymore so what's more impressive the, uh, the breaking the assist record or the steals record in a game to you guys I'm going to say assist I don't think I, steals I is- you
1: know as, as a point guard in high school um, I, it doesn't matter how good of a passer you are. If, if people aren't hitting shots and don't make shots, you, you can't get assists. Steals, you know, especially with a defense like that, uh, you can come up with steals. That, that doesn't mean it's not impressive. But for me, having played the point guard position, uh, and, and I'll just say it, our guy that kept stats when I was in high school told me that I'd a, probably averaged a 13 to 14 assists a game if we had anybody that could make a basket. <laughs> 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 and I averaged five. five. You yeah. know, so it, I just, I just for me, I know how hard it is to get an assist. Now you said steals, Casey. I'm, I'm a defensive guy.
2: I, yeah. I, I watch, I watch Big 12 basketball. <laughs> and they know how to, they know how to play defense. So I, I don't know. I just, just watch I've watched Coon play already, and I yep. think it's just impressive how they can get out and the jump yep. the passing lanes really well. Like they anticipate where the ball is going. And, yep. and to me, I think, I think the steals are the most impressive thing.
1: Yeah, and it steals are awfully impressive. I just, you know, go into it. the only thing that also sets me apart for the assist is that. They've had two players break the the Mm -hmm. school record for steals in a game, two different ones, Mm -hmm. you know, already this season, uh, you know,
0: and the assist thing, that's that's a record you rarely – here yeah. get broken. Yeah, that's that. It takes a, a special player to break assist records, things like yep. that. Uh, yeah, steals. I, I admit. Yeah, that's all a lot of individual effort. You got to anticipate where passes are going to be going. You're stepping, playing in lanes. It's kind of you, you got to know the game yep. to get steals, assists. Man, you're involving all your teammates. I don't know. I I, I couldn't tell you which one's more impressive. They're both about equally impressive Agreed. for me. Agree. Um, one thing impressive too is shooting from the outside, and Cade Barons will stick in, at Coon Rapids Baird, <laughs> launching the three the other night and connecting at a record clip. Yeah, nine of them uh, the other night against uh, Booyer Valley.
1: And uh, the Crusaders finish up, I think it was 87 mm-hmm. uh, points, if I remember correctly, on the night. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Wow. Uh, We knew that young guy could shoot, but to to go out and get nine, and then I can't remember all of the names. I was surprised in a way of how many guys it was, but I I, I texted Coach Meyer that night uh, when he sent me the text and said that Cade had broken the the single-game record, and I said, who held it prior, thinking maybe one or two guys with seven or something like that. They had five different guys in their history that had made eight. Uh, wow. Yeah. So I, he 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 texted me the list. I added that to our to our story. But uh, for the fact of eight, you know, five different guys to hit eight mm-hmm. threes, you know, was pretty cool. But for K to go out and get nine was was really special.
2: And I think one thing that's really important is that talking with Coach Meyer, you know, Coon Rapids is, is relies on defense. They've been off to a slow start offensively. Even the yes. boys aren't defeated. I think it's nice for even Coach to see that they put up 87 and, and Cade broke their record because it finally gets their offense going.
0: Yeah,
1: and it's, it's kind of funny. John and I were joking a little bit. We were talking before the year, kind of prepping, believe it or not, and, and I brought up the ICAM Manning boys. Only because boys. I made you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ICAM Manning boys the other night uh, on Saturday um, put up Eighty some on the board too against Xyroker and Kimbledon and they shot it uh, really, really well that day. And, and I, I jokingly said to Keith Wagner yesterday in my interview with him that you know your guys' is you know defense. You always wanted to hold teams in the 40s because you felt like that would give you a chance to win. And he says, well, I kind of had to revamp my numbers this year. We can score better than we could for a few years. So he says we can maybe give into the 50s now. I think he'd still like the 40s. But Corey was kind of the same way. They wanted to hold teams into the mm-hmm. 40s because they. They'd struggled to score, so mm-hmm. they really focused on defense. But now maybe the offense is coming around and, and they can win some right. more I mean, shootout Coon, Coon, type of games.
2: Coon's got, Coon's got two guys that can go for 20. Both, yes. both of them can go for 20 at the same time, or one of them can go for 30 on a yep. night. And, and, and that's really important to have, especially in you know, 1A basketball. Yeah, and if they could get a
1: third guy just to, to give them 6 to 10 a night, if uh, you know, if you. Caden 20, Oswald's playing yep. pretty good right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. You know, uh, and... You know, if if that starts to happen, this this team's going to be really mm-hmm. really tough. Now they're going to be challenged. Exactly. Yep. and has got a, a huge size advantage mm-hmm. on them, uh, and they're 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 good. They're very talented. And then Woodbine next week is going to be a challenge as well. So uh, we'll we'll find out a little bit more right now about the undefeated Coon Boys team and the undefeated Coon Girls team. Uh, yeah. You
0: know, as as the next week goes on. Mm-hmm. Before we talk about that, uh, I remember Casey Casper uh, Bauer. Substate game over in Ames. Yes, he buried like I think eight or nine right. threes in one game. I mean, that was one of the most impressive shooting performances I've ever seen. Yeah, and what a special shooter that guy yeah. was, wasn't he? Oh yeah, <laughs> went on to say, you know, I have a thousand th- <laughs> yeah. I don't know how many three pointers in college, but uh, yeah, that was just impressive to get nine in one game like that. That's that's you're witnessing a little history there. Wonder if he still shoots like that. I, want, I wonder I, if Casey gets out there, means he's still on the USD staff. I wonder if he puts the
1: shorts yeah. on sometimes and goes out and, and, and still shoots around some. It'd be interesting to chat with him and find out if he's still got that shooter's touch. That little, that little muscle memory yes. going
0: on from threes. Yeah? Yes. He just need the big old baggy shorts like he used to wore back <laughs> in the day. <laughs> yeah. They'll take him right back. Yeah. But you mentioned Coon Rapids uh, is undefeated in girls. Uh, East SAC boys are undefeated and Carroll High boys are undefeated. Let's go to East SAC. How the boys doing it? Playing really well. Um, they've got, you know, even coach called them kind of the twin towers down inside,
1: but Ryan Clare, just a sophomore, is really good. Talked a lot about him last year as a freshman. Great footwork down in the post. He's uh, got a nice mid-range game. Um, can step out, but, you know, the three-point point and the outside shot's probably an area Uh, That he'll have to work on one thing I noticed a little bit. Coach Bontrager also pointed it out. He loves to get into the lane and spin. So Mm -hmm. he's probably going to have to figure out something else. Because I did notice against OABCAG on Thursday when I did the games. As that game went on the defense has started taking away that mm-hmm. spin move when he got into the lane. So he's just a sophomore that will come, but uh, he is so talented. And then uh, Luke Wright also, uh, the other big guy in there is is terrific. But they're getting some good three-point shooting. Sam Julen's knocking down the three. They've got some other guys that have stepped up in different games and, and hit some outside shots. Uh, Jackson Rubendahl had some threes for him the other night. But if they can hit the outside shot with what they've got down inside, that's going to be a difficult team to beat. And they've got some good wins already this
2: year. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to see ESAC play, but I know Ryan Clare's been special. I think 18 and 12 was what he's averaging right now, or 18 yeah, and 13, yeah. something like that. So, I mean, he's coming off a of freshman season where he didn't start. Like, he still averaged double digits off the bench, and now that yeah. he's getting starter minutes, you know, we're seeing him blossom here in the sophomore season.
1: Yeah, I think 25 and 14 one night mm-hmm. uh, early in the season is what he had. So he's, he's putting up Big big numbers uh, almost every night out there, but yeah, they they do it on the defensive end, as you know, mm-hmm. John. You you co- you covered you know Todd Bondrager coach teams that two three zone. Yeah, uh, they've got the length this year to be able to play it well, and and when they need to switch into the man, they've done it. But um, the such an advantage is good. to have two yes. guys with that physical mm-hmm.
0: presence, you know, yep. because before it's always been maybe one, maybe got one of decent yep. size, never really two like that. But they got Pokey and GTRA this week. Are those going to be any threats to them? I, I, I think both probably will be a little bit, but I, I think that uh,
1: ESAC's probably got to be favored to, to mm-hmm. come out of both of those games, I would say. Pokey but, game, probably more than GTRA. Yep, agreed.
0: Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I, I, Pokey's always, they're physical and they usually have some guys that can shoot, so...
0: Yeah, Carroll High Boys—they're still undefeated after picking up about a six-point win over in Storm Lake. Yeah, played well on Saturday. They finally did one—not at, at the end of the buzzer at the end, oh, buzzer hit a beat at the end of the game. Yeah, uh, made a nice
1: run in the third quarter to kind of extend the lead, and and then uh, you know just kind of held on from there. But uh, they're playing well. You can't talk about the Carroll Boys without bringing up Evan Hammer. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, Casey mentioned uh, the other day and, and and stuff, and I'll let him talk about it a little bit, but. Uh, you know, right now, leading candidate maybe for player of the year is I, Evan Hammer. I I, I, I I don't mean this with any
2: any bad thing, but I think if you take Evan Hammer off Carroll, I don't. They're not the Carroll teams that we're used to. Right. Uh, he just brings so much to that to, to that offense defensively. You know, I mean, he's a, he's probably one of the better kids that I've had the chance to cover and in, 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 in high school basketball. I mean, thirty four and. 13 against a yep. North Polk team that made it to a state tournament last year as the fourth or fifth seed. I can't quite remember. Yep. It's still, I mean, 16 in the fourth quarter that night. You know, it was, it was amazing to see. I mean, he led them on a comeback.
1: Yeah, he's willed them uh, to some victories this yeah. year and, and stuff. And not that he's not got other guys that have helped him. I, I said Saturday um, when I did the game against Storm Lake, I thought Caden Langling had some big plays in the third and some clutch threes. I ended up naming him kind of the player of the game because I thought Caden's run mm-hmm. in the third is what gave the Tigers that, that that bigger advantage, and then they were able to hold on. But I kind of said in the post game, I'm like, you literally could name Evan Hammer player of the game yeah. every single game because that's how good he is every single night. 23-13 that night? Yep. Yeah, and and and, and kind of jumping on,
2: on what you're saying, I think – I think the teams are going to start to, you know, kind of realize even if they're not already, they're going to throw a couple guys on on Evan every time he touches the ball in the paint. Well, you you got guys like Caden who can step out and shoot him. Mean, he went on on a nine zero run himself yes. against yep. a, against Storm Lake uh, Saturday, and then you know Matt Collison Stone Ceballos can knock out shots from the outside. You know, they, 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 this team is this Carroll team I think is going to get tested this week. Yeah. But when you have guys that can shoot from the outside and Evan. I think we talk about his scoring and his rebound but could be even a better passer from the post yes. as well.
1: Yeah. Um, and he's got all the moves. Uh, when he gets inside he can he can step out to 15 16 feet. I'm sure mm-hmm. he can shoot threes if he needs to but uh, great footwork down in the post. I think the key for me tonight is going to be tonight for them. Winter sets matchup zone. at Winter set gives a lot of teams mm-hmm. trouble. Yep. Uh and and, and You know, I think Carroll goes over and wins that game tonight, but I I think we'll see and and learn a lot about this Tiger team tonight.
2: Me being a Carroll high grad is kind of interesting because I think the two teams that Carroll's playing this week – are the two teams that they have either had to go to or have come to Carroll for conference championship games, yep. you know, within the last five to ten years, Winterset and Ballard. Yep. So uh, I think these two games will set them up pretty good if they can get by this week you know, in the conference going on season.
0: Yep. Yeah, that really does set you up going into the Christmas break with those kind yep. of wins under your mm-hmm. belt. But at Winterset, man, you never know no. what's going to happen. They've got know. Ballard coming to Carroll on Friday night. So, uh, otherwise, the Carroll boys too, they pick up a huge win. Van Meter, that's impressive. They've beaten, I mean, They've crushed a Harlan Dennison so far, and now Van Meter. They pick up a win. Yeah, I did the the. We'll let you talk Van Meter here in a second, Casey.
1: But uh, I did the Kemper um, Harlan game uh, earlier in the week, and wow I don't think I've ever seen anybody just come out and kind of take it to Harlan that way uh, they came out and and, and tragon hit some shots early and uh, they jumped out in that game and never really allowed a Harlan back in it and you know Mitch Osborne uh, you know maybe the best coach you know in the history of Iowa basketball certainly one of those guys that needs to be mentioned in that uh, thing you know where we call games now at Kemper we're up on the balcony on the mm-hmm. one end so where their bench was right down from us and with the way kemper was shooting there was one time he turned to his coaches and kind of put the arms out and he just goes what do you do? Yeah. You know, Michael kasparov was stepping out. He hit a shot from, like, pretty much the 10-foot line on the volleyball court. You know, and that's when Mitch did that. It's like, how do you defend when guys can shoot from 26, 27 yeah. mm-hmm. feet? We're
0: yeah. going to sh- let them keep shooting because yeah. they're not going to make <laughs> Yeah. The chances are the percentages are going to go down. Yeah. So dominant win that night, and then I think a pretty important and special <laughs> win against yeah.
2: Van Meter. I mean, Van Meter's playing up a class this year. Typically plays 1A. They're in 2A now. Um I think that they saw the film from Harlan and were like, yeah, we're not going to let them shoot the three because uh, <laughs> they guarded the three-point line in that first quarter really, really well. And it forced Kemper to drive to the basket. And, and, and I talked to Minahan about it a little bit in the post game. I said, you know, it looked like they were come out and said, you know, prevent prevent the threes. You know, no, no, no three defense. And they were playing man-to-man. They were, as soon as Kemper would get it on their half of the court, I mean, the man meter was in their face and right. forcing Kemper to drive. But as soon as they started to drive, they got baskets in the lane, and then it yeah. kind of forced Van Meter to back off a little bit in the second quarter. They were able to knock down some threes. They went close, but they were up by 15. Kemper probably could have won that game by 20. They just couldn't get shots to fall in the fourth. I mean, they were having they were they had wide open threes right in and out, and I mean, how many layups did they have to drive to the lane that were halfway down, and then pop back out? So I mean, they just couldn't get shots to fall in the fourth. And Van Meter kind of went on a little little run to bring it in with them within within one, but then DJ Bonamy comes up with a big block yeah. at the end of the game. Yeah, how did the play out there? At the very end, I I know that Minahan or not Minahan uh, Van Meter called a timeout, and uh, I asked Minahan too. And Kemper was in a weird situation because they already had five fouls, so you didn't want to you wanted to play aggressive defense, but you couldn't you couldn't foul because it would send them to the free throw line. And and I think Minahan got got uh, a little a little lucky that you know Kemper didn't get called for a foul. And I shouldn't say that they did commit a foul, but I mean they played aggressive. they been and and that's what they needed to do. And DJ Banami came up with a big block. It was, so the first shot went up. Bounced off the rim, rolled around a couple times. They're, they're fighting for it on the floor, you know, grabbing and, and stuff like that. It gets in the hands of Van Meter's big man. I think Braun was his last name. I can't remember his first name. But he had, like, 22 on the night. And, you know, that's not the guy you want to have the basketball. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and uh, the sh- the, he went out for a shot with, like, under a second, like a two seconds left or something like that. And uh, DJ blocked it. And that was the end of the game.
1: Yeah, DJ's athleticism again. Mm-hmm. You know, coming to the I,
2: forefront. He he was named player of the game because I think about four times in towards like the final stretches of the game. You know, just important blocks that's that you know uh, held Van Meter off the scoreboard as they were kind of getting closer.
1: It'll be interesting to see um, what Kemper will do. Um. I think Without him, tonight's now. his last game. Yeah, tonight's his mm-hmm. last game. Uh, unless something changes, mm-hmm. um, he he'll be done for the season after tonight. So we wish him the best with everything. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, he's such a
0: good guy on the defensive side. Do we need to step by take that yep. break? Yeah, trying to wait for you guys. I'm waiting for a break for you guys. Take a <laughs> breath for a second here. Uh, a lot of basketball talk. The first half of the show. We're going to be back with more coming up next. As the athletes at your house prepare for hard work and fun of the season, remember that St. Anthony Rehab Services provides physical therapy for any sports injury that may sideline
2: your member of the team. Sports injuries can plague kids of all ages and keep them from playing the sport they love. Athletes will be under the direct supervision of a certified and licensed health care professional in the newly renovated sports performance facility. If an injury is keeping your athlete out of the game, call St. Anthony
0: Rehabilitation Services at 794-5000 for sports injury and treatment rehab. It is KCIM Sports Rewind brought to you exclusively by St. Anthony Sports Rehabilitation. Make sure you give these guys a call. If you're coming back from an injury, just want to get in better shape, whatever it happens to be, those guys will help you out big time. So St. Anthony Sports Rehab. Let's talk a little wrestling here. Carroll High Wrestling. yeah, Uh, Outstanding the last few nights. Yeah, the the, the Carroll boys off
1: to a terrific start this season. Went over to the Ogden Duel Tournament on Saturday, finished second. Um, Losing to number four Algona in a pretty tight match, but uh, wrestled uh, really, really well over there. Um, Carol Girls also mm-hmm. uh, wrestling well. I think they've been finishing second in about every tournament, ever tournament that they've been going to and and stuff. So uh, both of those teams, I think, showing the depth that they have this year. And, and I enjoy watching the fact that uh, they both wrestle kind of that aggressive style. They come out, they want the pin, uh, mm-hmm. they want to score points. So there, there's there's not a lot of the. I don't know how you say it. The, the the kind of the wrapping up and dancing around the mat, you know, yeah. type of a thing. It's, yeah. it's they're they're coming out and they're going right at you. Yeah. One thing to mention that the boys, I mean,
2: it's already two top top ten wins already this year. Yep. I mean, they knock off they knock off Webster City on the road. Carlisle. And then Carlisle the other night at home, and then go up to Algona or, or go up to Ogden. You know, kind of roll through their half of the bracket, and then they get to Algona, who's number four, and they wrestle really well with them. You know, yeah. I think it was like 43-27, but it was a lot closer than what that
1: what that what that score showed. And I'm chuckling here. he's probably wondering why. I, I got to say this. I ain't going to say who it was, but uh, I was up at the Ogden Duel Tournament, and I heard one of the funniest things I think I've heard at, at, at a sporting event at the high school level. Um, a kid said, he goes, yeah, I had to pin my guy right away. He goes, I got out on the mat. He stunk so bad I couldn't get close to him for very <laughs> long. <laughs> You know, so he goes, I had to pin him right away, cause he, and he wasn't saying it to me. I, I overheard yeah. it or whatever, but I, I about died laughing. Uh, hey, whatever whatever gives yeah.
0: you an advantage, you know. <laughs> you got to use whatever you can. Yeah,
1: So, but, <laughs> uh, but that, that was kind of funny, and I did get— uh, Some video shot Saturday over there. Have not had time to sit down and put it together in a highlight video. Um, I'll probably do that tomorrow. Look for that. I also shot some video Friday night down at the IK Manning Tri-Center Games, um, so I'll get a little video package uh, put together on that as well.
0: All right. Anything else wrestling-wise we want to talk about? I,
2: we mentioned the girls a little bit. They're getting yep. second about every 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 tournament they go. They got a second place last night, lost to Des Moines Public Schools yes. um, I think by fift, 15, if I remember correctly. But Avery Burke off to a terrific start, another first-place yep. finish for her. I mean, Emma Daniels got second, Julia Caney with a second place, uh, Kyger with a second place. I'm trying to think if I remember anybody else just off the top of my head from yeah. piping last I would, night. But yep. another, another really good finish for... For Carol, uh, SCC got second at their tournament last night as well. Uh, had a couple first place, quite a few second place. Uh, yep. Courtney King got second. Evelyn Kramer with the first.
1: Those two wrestling well. Yeah, for them trying right to. I can't remember who else
2: got yeah. first and second um, for them. But you know, I think they had like two first place and four second place finishers yeah. over at Humboldt last night, which was a loaded, yep. loaded tournament. And ESAC over there last night, Olivia Mack second, and then Dana Thayer with the third. So yeah. Wrestling yeah. well. A lot, of, a lot of our girls' wrestling teams are wrestling really well right now.
1: Yeah, and Kemper girls wrestling well as well. Um, they, they they don't they only have like five mm-hmm. girls, so they're not always going to be up there in the team standings, but their individuals mm-hmm. uh, have been wrestling really well so far. So, And then the Carole Boy Swim Team had won over at Boone last Saturday, but uh, ended up tripping up last night, uh, fell to a really good Sioux City team. So their first actual loss, uh, first either duel or quad or try or yeah. weekend tournament that they've been at that they didn't and win uh, and stuff. So they're, they're just swimming so, so good right now. League and C's probably leading the way, along with Trae uh, Renzi. Those have probably been the, the top two guys. Tristan Blair you can throw in there, and Kyle Sundrup you can throw into that mix as well.
0: There's no doubt has been the, the, the best stretch for Boy Carroll boys swimming, I think, yes. ever. Yeah, best start, um, I think,
1: to a season since you know in the 21 years that I've been covering them. I, I can't remember a start to a season like what they've done so far this year. Yeah. Coach, Coach Daner's got to be so happy with this team right now yep. she is she was really excited coming in she just uh you know they are swimming faster times now than what they ended the season with last year so that that tells
0: you where this team is at right now so that, yeah. that's, that's you just, just hope impressive. they can keep
2: they keep that trajectory going up yes so. absolutely
0: all right so we're closing in on the christmas break uh, what's going to happen here in the next uh, week or so week and a half um, lots of games, lots mm-hmm. of uh, lots of tournaments. Yeah, um, a lot of wrestling. Carol and uh, Kemper both uh, are in action on yeah. Thursday night. Is that right? Yes, yeah. and
1: then uh, Carol hosts their event on Saturday, and Kemper will be up there. I do have my family Christmas that day, so I'm going to try and slide up for a little while that morning. Oh, uh, blank
0: blankman for family Christmas at the wrestling meet. Yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> if
1: I could get the rest of the family to come, we'd do that. But you know, <laughs> but yeah, so I'll be sliding away after being up there for a little while on Saturday morning. So all
0: right, so that's what's kind of on this week it's kcim sports rewind you can always catch a podcast available on the website right after this here we're going to jump out of the way for some news here but also download that mobile app that is available in your app store and all you got to do is search cb sports network it scores its schedules its write-ups on everything easy to search by sport or by school whatever you happen to do uh, once again very easy cb sports network in your app store